you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hey, everyone. Time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. Here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hi. We are back. Because that voice may be played later. (laughs) We are, we are, well, some of us are back. Uh, We were, unfortunately, didn't have... Charles, did you ever did did they ever move your office, Charles? Are y'all are y'all still in limbo? Um. <laughs> so our uh, so <laughs> our our lease for the building that we're in is still up on the thirty first. Oh my! Um, they have put in for a two week extension. Uh, we'll see if we get it. <laughs> so my entire federal government building may be moving in the next five days. Oh um, we're supposed to hear tomorrow morning if they'll allow us to stay an additional two weeks uh, because the new building that we're moving into um, still has some last minute things that have to be um, touched up at some level. Um, so uh, we may be a federal government office without a home for <laughs> a, oh, a no. week or two. Um, I'll just kind of, it's, it's sticky and there are people from, uh, you know, the DC office and the office out of Denver that are involved. And so uh, a lot of it is above my pay grade, but I do know that, you know, Ooh. we're, we're kind of in, in that, like we're in the starting blocks. We're ready to run. the Yeah. Race, almost. Yeah. We just don't know when somebody's going to pull the trigger and tell Dang us it. that we can, that we so can go. So if there's that in between time, then you're working out of your office at home then, right? Uh, so, so you can remodel, you can remodel on the government's dime. (laughs) Not quite. Unfortunately, my job requires me to be in the office every day. Yep. Um, so there are parts of it that are, um, you know, I'm one of the odd employees there to where, uh, most of the employees are teleworking and that's fine for most of the employees, but there are a random few of us that like actually have to be in the office. The amount of money that in equipment that I would have to bring to my house in order to work out of my home is, is more than probably what my home is worth. <laughs> so, well, you know, uh- well, we we sure missed you. Uh, we'll get to that here in a moment, but uh, I guess we should do a little bit of news first. News. 
and right. I'm gonna, I'll let you start. Yeah, so we're winding down the uh, last week of this two-month series of um, Signal in the Labyrinth. So yep. if you have not gotten Signal out of the swamp, you have a week to get it done. Um, the leaderboard resets on Monday, August 1st at noon UTC time. Um, so Monday, August 1st, noon UTC, the leaderboard starts over. So my suggestion to you is that if you are still um, short on some points for your leaderboard and to get signal out of the swamp, you probably need to be finished by Sunday afternoon-ish, depending on where you live in the world. Um, if you live in, in North America, um, you need to be done by Sunday you know, early afternoon before that noon UTC time hits you. Um, that way you got enough buffer time to, to make yeah. sure that everything gets accounted for correctly. Because if you miss one of the souvenirs through this 12-month souvenir promotion, unfortunately you miss the opportunity for the bonus souvenir that happens at the very end. So in order for you to get all um 13 in the end of these um you know quickly look at your points tally and make sure that you get enough caches so that um at on august 1st at noon utc when uh time starts over uh, you are good to go for this month so that's out there yep i got him out of the i got him out Got him out of the swamp. Hopefully everybody got him out. So there he is. Got him out of the swamp. Get out of the swamp. So very cool. Uh um, solved uh, five or six puzzles by the house. I guess they're about three miles from my house. Solved them last night and the night before. Didn't go out and get them. They're gonna wait <laughs> until the next yeah. next uh, <laughs> labyrinth comes out. The next yeah. You had to, sometimes you gotta time your cash fines uh so real quick uh i'll give a couple words about the worldwide cash fest i think it went tremendously well it was so good seeing everybody um i was a little under the weather for part of the week but uh i caught most of the week's activities and it was nice to see everybody that I, we we were able to see uh, Derek will give more information uh, or actually kind of already has about gadget Academy. I thought that went really well. I stuck my head in a couple times and saw that it was really going really well. I know some people um, was really cool to talk to them afterward because some people had never soldered before and they always felt like, they couldn't do it. And you think about it, a lot of people who've never done that before, they're not necessarily going to go out and buy, you know, solder and a soldering gun and just get after it. They're just not going to do that. Uh, but in this particular situation, we were there, you know, we had plenty of people to help. Uh, thank you so much to all the roadies. It was tremendous seeing the help that we got for various things. Um, and it was just, it was, it was neat to talk to people who had never done that before. And they feel at least now 
that they're able to to do that and that they could they could carry out um you know uh, a uh, a soldering you know uh you know if they ever built something if if they ever buy a uh, a kit like we gave them or we provided for them that they purchased that they could carry they could they could do it and so i was it was neat to see people kind of get out of their comfort zone and do that and um again i think the whole week went tremendously well so many people were able to come to cash fest um we were able to do everything we wanted to do we pivoted a little bit at a couple locations uh we um we kind of was able to um allow gadget academy to kind of uh have one room and we moved puzzle academy and challenge academy to a couple other rooms um i know that the challenge academy uh for the most part for the for their wheel was set up in the vendor area and they were every time i walked in there there was a line for challenge academy so i know that and we ran out of prizes which is I mean, not good that we ran out, but it was cool that there were so many people that were interested that we were able to give out every prize we had. In fact, we even bought some extras and were able to give out those prizes as well. So, I mean, the 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 response was overwhelming, and I, uh, which was great. Well, to a point, we tried to plan accordingly, uh, and we were able to do. I think for the most part, we were able to accommodate everybody uh, for both Challenge Academy, uh, their wheel, plus the Wheel of Wisdom that um, the Chad made uh, for the VIPs during the week was really cool. Uh, oh, Tom's got something. What you got there, Tom? That's what I won on my on the last spin of the Wheel of Wisdom. Oh, nice. How funny you live on. Yeah. Sarcasm. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, just a, yeah. it's a little coaster thing, but yeah, coaster. That, yeah, that, that, that fits me. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So many people loved it. Pizza Ninja was right. We had so many people who just love the challenge Academy. So anyway, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I heard so many great things and some people are hoping that we do it again. Uh, there's been no announcement on that front, but you never know. Um, yeah, I got to we get to meet Kelly. Curious KDB was there. Love Challenge Academy and just bought the T-shirt that arrived yesterday. Oh, very cool. It was good seeing everybody. She she drove all the way down. We had so many people um, who came a long way. You know, she came she came a long way for this event. And uh, but it was just great again to see everybody. And thank you so much for everybody that made really made worldwide cash fest such a tremendous success so uh all right over to charles he has some other information to give out uh some more news that's right so we have confirmed that there is a successful second cashier who has solved the shirt on the back of our or the puzzle on the back of our puzzle talk shirt yep so congratulations to flipper from the Houston area, um, or maybe it's F1 Ipper. Um, although I think the one is supposed to be the L. So 
anyhow, congratulations. Um, he's out of the uh, Houston, Texas area. Um, so congratulations for uh, correctly solving um, the puzzle. Um, but it sounds like we're going to be moving a slightly different direction with um, a new possible mm -hmm. shirt. And yep. so with that, we are going to be um, releasing the uh, the puzzle to the masses. So right. um, if you have not um, solved the puzzle, don't worry, it's coming. Uh, it looks something like this. Yep. It is in the show notes. So yep. fear not. Um, you'll be able to go back to the show notes and um, grab it, but wanted to let some people know that have been super close um, to solving it, that you are on the right track. And so just keep working at it um, yep. and um, whatnot. So we've got a couple of people, Teresa Rogers, who's a casher um, mm -hmm. out of the Abilene, Texas area. Yep. And then Darren, who's in the chat room tonight, um, he has um, made some really good headway with it and is was super close to solving it as well. So keep working, um, towards it. The, uh, there, the prize package that is at the coordinates for the puzzle is still there last time I drove by and checked on it. Yep. Um, so the, 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 there is a, um, a puzzle talk coin that looks like this one of the yep. blue ones, um, as well as one of my, um, one of my, uh, trackables, personal trackable tags that I've right. created. Um, and they are both hiding in a, a little lock and lock container like this. Cool. Um, there's no, no geocache there at the location that is simply hidden for, Whoever finds it. So if you are the first person to go find it, yep. um, please take the container with you and turn it into one of your own geocaches. Um, but the puzzle is in the show notes. We will be posting it um, mm -hmm. on the Puzzle Talk podcast Instagram page. Um, so get out there and um, get looking for it because there is still something to be found if you are the first person to get there uh, and find it. So yep. there is, and I'll be, congratulations. Yep. I'll be posting the, um, the show notes tonight. So people can start to take a look at it if they haven't yet. Uh, and yeah, we will be doing, um, there'll be a, a revamp, uh, a brand new puzzle will be provided in the future. Uh, on new shirts, um, that all's in the works, but isn't isn't quite ready yet. But still, you can still work on it, and you can solve the puzzle. Uh, work with Charles uh, again if you're, uh, you know, want to work on it. Uh, we'll give you the again. The puzzle will be in the in the show notes. So, all right, cool. Well, let's let's dive into tonight's uh, show because I, I really. I really like what um, what you guys put together tonight. Um, and I like the way that you have it 
formatted. Um, we're going to talk about what has stumped you, but also what continues to stump you. I think is really kind of a great. Uh, I think y'all have done a great job of 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 that. So I don't know where you, where you want to start. I'll I'll give you. Um, I'll I'll put the information um, that you want. Uh, up there so do you want to start with tom is that what we want to start with one of those charles or where we want to go yeah let's well let's do this let's do what has stumped tom and then we'll jump to what has stumped me and then okay. we'll jump to what has continued to stump us so even though we host a show and are, are somehow self-proclaimed <laughs> good at this um, right that there's still some of these puzzles that oh, just God, absolutely God. just throw monkey wrenches at us and right. uh, i, I want to gonna... clear that up right quick i <laughs> never said i'm good at puzzles i just like them <laughs> you just like them well uh, talk a little bit about this first one and i'm gonna put it in the show notes or not the show in the chat room so people can can play along at home um, and you can kind of explain what, what, what went on with this, with this first one here, uh, Tom, this, uh, that's the first uh, one. It's act fast. Yeah. Act yes. fast. Yeah. yeah. What, what, yeah, what all, what's not, the story behind this one? The picture's not there. Okay. But had the picture been there, you're going to, you would look at it now and go, well, duh, I know what that is. It's simple. But at the <laughs> time. <laughs> I had never seen one before. They were brand new. And act fast was a play on the word of right. what that code is. It was a QR code. Oh, okay. But right. I, you know, look at the date of that puzzle. That, they, they were yeah, a new came thing. Out in 2009. There. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? Uh, and what do I do with it? <laughs> QR one. V is in virtual, V is in virtual, D as in difficulty, G as in ground was is the GC. G is in uh, gosh, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> You're right though. Think think about the timing of this. 2009. If you'd never seen, you know, and then it's the first one you it's like the first LPC you ever come across. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've never seen one, it's like crap and then once you've done one well they're a piece of cake but until that point yep exactly and of course uh like you said it's it's interesting in that again if you've never seen one before you kind of don't know where to go I mean, you kind of look at it and go, I don't know what to do with this. I'm so. trying yeah. to think how, what I did. I, I don't remember if I did a, uh, took a picture of it and did the reverse image thing, or if I did right. Google Act fast, I might've done both. But I eventually found out, you know, it's a QR code and you got to have something to scan it and got, got it done. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, you mentioned. Uh, yeah, your your comment about came away from it learning about something new, 
or at least new to me. I like the area of the cache located, so forth, so on. So, yeah, I mean, that's, but you were one of the first ones to solve it. I mean, not the, the first, but you were close to the first. I was close. Yeah, you were second. You were STF. Who beat me to that? I don't have that one open right now. Two winos plus IQ. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not active anymore, but he was a big puzzle guy. He had some cool stuff out. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Go to the third one before we go to the second one, because the okay. second one, we might play the audio, see if the audio is there. I forgot to check. But. All right. Let's go to the next, the third one down, and I will put that in the chat room for people to play along. And again, I think the picture's not here on this one. Yeah. But avocados are, avocados are good, too. Had a big green rectangle on this thing. And I'm just staring at it. I was like, <laughs> you know, there's nothing in the source code. There would uh, you know, open up right. Word, nothing there. Avocados and, are good, too. And I worked for two hours on that thing, playing, adjusting the U and all, you know, the, all the things you can do with the thing to finally get it to where I could see that, oh, there's stuff written in this thing. <laughs> two hours. That's cool. And got it. And then I went to a puzzle solving event. You know, it was like, it was like our puzzle Academy thing. Yeah. And the guy putting it on brought this puzzle up and I thought, Oh, I know how to do that. I spent two hours on it <laughs> and he showed how to do it in about five seconds. I, I felt about like that big, but oh, yeah. Well, we've all been, I mean, open and paint and fill. It's like, Oh gosh, oh, dang it. Yeah. You did it old school. Yeah. And in that middle one there, uh, the count, if the link works on that, uh, I'm sure the cache is gone because it's been archived, but the link took you to a YouTube thing. Yeah, I'm going to well, share with the, people. The, the video The video um, is unavailable on YouTube as well. Is it okay? Oh. Yeah. You know, that, so, well, or that, that's or that link is bad because I've seen it on YouTube since, but, but that... That was a stretch because that one, I came up with numbers that started to look like the coordinates, but then I had, I had 10 digits. Yeah. And it's like the first part matched and the second part didn't. And then somebody was working on it. We were working on it to, for a road trip to Mississippi, realized, well, that's the area code to Mississippi. Oh, right. And it turned out it was a, it was a phone number. Oh, okay. Okay. I always looked, you know, at that point, you know, certitude wasn't around or anything like that. So all you're used to doing, looking for coordinates, either six numbers, six to 15, you know, depending on how people did it. Right. This, right. This was a phone number. So that was a stretch. And then it's like, Okay, well, what if I dial this and this is some crazy person or something? You know? <laughs> but it was a recording. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it answered uh, his account and told you where to go for the next next part of it. GC3AWHR, for those that are audio listeners or listening, GC3AWHR. Yeah. You know, th this also brings up a good point we've talked about before, which is if you do something that takes you somewhere, either a website or a YouTube video or whatever, you kind of, if you want your puzzle to sort of stick around, 
you kind of have to make sure that you keep up the maintenance on whatever you're going to provide. You know, I give the, the example that one of my, you know, big lessons learned about one of the, one of the puzzles I did early on was using a website that it turned out that it was a very obscure, well, it was a fairly obscure website, but once it was gone, it was gone. So, you know, somebody tried to solve it and they send me a note and they go, Hey, the website that you send me to doesn't work. I'm like, Oh, dang it. Oh, why did, you know, you want to try to make sure and send people to sites that are, I don't know how y'all want to put it. It's kind of a um, more stable, I guess, is a good way to put it. That does that make sense? Because I mean, that was you, you want stability. And yeah, that that wasn't stable. <laughs> so that's important to think about. Yeah, um, and and. That would probably, I'd be with Tom too. You know, if I had solved this and come up with just 10 numbers, I'm not exactly sure if I would have put them into, right. All right. This is a phone number. Maybe the decimal minutes of your North and West, because that would give you two and then three past the decimal. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but definitely if it was, for a, a puzzle for an area that I wasn't from, right? So if right. it was an area code that I was unfamiliar with, I'm not sure that it I would put that together that it was a uh, that it was a phone number I was supposed to be getting from the end. But uh, it's also different and unique enough that there probably aren't a whole lot of these that are out there that like attached to. You know, right. your Google a Google Voice number where you can leave a voicemail of you know here's 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 your hint or you know what you're looking for um, you know it, it essentially serves as the certitude for it sure um, you know but I, I like that idea and the premise behind it um, it really wasn't you know but it's 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 different <laughs> so you know. So yeah, very cool. Um, I eventually found all three of those, so I didn't stay stumped forever. Yeah, well, that's good. And Ryan does point out that you probably don't want to use Wikipedia. Wikipedia may not look like it, but it changed the pages change sometimes all you know. the time. All yeah, the time. I have actually seen in <laughs> at least one puzzle that actually depended on that. Oh no! Yeah. That it, that it, and you had you had to go. You can go back and look at the changes that have been made on a Wikipedia page. That's right? true. And you so use the way I, back. I have I have seen one of these as well, where you had to go back to a specific day. Oh man! And somebody had just gone in there and edited a Wikipedia page to have coordinates on it. That's slick. And then a couple of days later, somebody got in there and was like, "No, what is that?" <laughs> it changed. So, so you had to go back to a, a certain Wikipedia page Dang. on a specific date to find the changes that were made. And on wow. that one day was a set of coordinates. Wow. And, and that's exactly what happened with this. Yeah. Wow. 
and no get you don't use a wayback machine. The Wikipedia's got all the history. Oh, yeah, okay. It's it shows track changes, you know, so you can get in there and see, and it'll tell you the users that changed it, you know, mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. So it's it's kind of fun to go in That's and play around with some of it and see what changes on pages, but um you could That's go back clever. to you could go back to like the the hidden date because the hidden date and the published date for the puzzle were two different days. Oh, wow. So in the time between when the hidden date was done yeah. and the published date, the Wikipedia page had changed. And so you had to know to go back in and look at the, oh, the wow. track changes that were nice. done. It very, very rough, <laughs> very rough puzzles. Right. Still though. That's pretty slick. Uh, all right, cool. So do we want to go where we headed now? Yeah, so we'll some go of, some to of the... Yours? Yeah. What stumped Charles? Okay. What what has stumped me? Um, and uh, this first one that we're going to look at um, mm -hmm. is a... Uh, is a... Uh, Put in the chat room for people. Yeah, is, is actually a good good puzzle. Um, the title of the cache is TPILB0 Mid-South. And uh, let me scroll down. I've, I've edited my cache page um, so you can't see the corrected coordinates for this. Um, and I've, I've taken out where it was hidden in my notes so that people can't find it because... This is a brand new puzzle cache that had me stumped, but while people were running around Memphis, Tennessee, right, I got a phone call that said, "Look at this GC code. GC code, help us solve it." And so I spent a good amount of my morning um, from Arizona trying to solve a puzzle in uh, Tennessee, and, and eventually did solve it. But this is all you get. You get a, a whole lot. You get a certitude link. Yeah. The certitude link, by the way, for those uh, that are listening, 10 correct and 166 incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am one of the 10 um, correct answers to this, nice. though. Um, it will take me a while to get out to Memphis um, to solve this. Um and for those who don't know, TPILB0, right, it, uh -huh. it, it actually tells you ex everything that you need to know about this puzzle. Really? Right. So, so Tom and Gary, think about this for a second. But what would TPILB stand for? Oh, well. Tom plays in little boats. I, I'm not going to doubt that. You mentioned Memphis, <laughs> so I wonder if Tennessee is is the T. No, no good. Okay. No. All right. So this is um, <laughs> manuscript shorthand for this page intentionally left blank. Oh, T P I L. Oh, that's interesting. So this page intentionally left blank. Now I'll tell you that the the to solve this, it's all in the source code. Okay. Right. So if you if you go into um, let's see, view page source. Right. 
and look at the page source for this. Uh, 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 let me get down to uh, where this is and share. Um, mm -hmm. dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's only been uh, been found twice so far, uh, very recently. Yeah, so it's, it's got a couple of finds on it and whatnot. But if you look at the page source for this, what you're looking for, here's your, you can validate your solution. Here's the certitude link. Mm -hmm. And then there's, and then there's this right here in the page source. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Wow. That's, that's, that's invisible ink, right? Yeah. I don't want to say invisible ink. It's, it's hidden because of the question mark or the exclamation point, right? Gotcha. So even if you highlight the cache page, this doesn't show up. Right. Um, so you have to do something with this um, in order to solve the, the puzzle. This, this cacher hid this one in Tennessee. He's got a couple of others like this hidden in New York where he's from, but um, uh, he's okay. got, he's got some maintenance plan for this one in Tennessee, but um, it ended up, I needed a hint in this, be like, all right, I can see this. What do I do with it? Um, but it was, um, this was a fun puzzle to solve. I will tell you that this highlighted section uh -huh. is everything that you need to know for this puzzle. Wow. And in fact, I liked solving it once I got the hint on it and uh -huh. got to, got it <laughs> solved. Um, I like this puzzle so much that I'm going to copy this and <laughs> make one. Well, there you out, go. Out here in Phoenix and drive some of the cashers here. Uh, just absolutely crazy. Um, wow. But um, this page intentionally left blank. Um, that, Clever. along with the source code, um, will get you everything that you need to know about it. Um, as I was um, writing this in the uh, show notes. Right. Um, I, I put on in the show notes that this puzzle will teach you the importance of blank spaces. Um, so if you're um, good at picking up hints, that should tell you, sure. what, you what you need there. So uh, yeah, GC nine, for those that are audio listeners tonight, GC9H is in hike, V is in virtual, 34 is the cache. If you want to look it up later, uh, GC9HV34 is the cache that we were just talking about. And uh, this page is left blank. This page intentionally left blank tpil b0 yeah yeah very cool all right um the next one that i that just when i first came across this yeah um, and and i put in the show notes that um, <laughs> i love your comment <laughs> that i was one of the monkeys hitting random keys on the keyboard <laughs> until 
and you'll see where this comes from. Um, this geocache um, is one that is called um, the Library of Babel. And I yes. was like, I had absolutely no clue um, about some of this. Let me see if I can zoom G in. Yeah, GC6J68E. Now, it's funny about this because this one is in Oklahoma. Uh -huh. and, and I haven't solved this one. But when I was looking through this for stuff that stumped us, this hider has one in Colorado that I have solved and found. Oh, wow. And so that's when I saw that he had one and, and I didn't need to go back and like remove my notes or the corrected coordinates. I was like, ah, let's use this one. Yeah. Um, so there are um, several of these, but you come down here and it tells you, a monkey hitting keys at random on a typewriter keyboard with an infinite amount of time would eventually type any given body of text, such as Hamlet. Right. Right. So you get down in the cache page and you end up with this just gibberish. Gibberish. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it is. And it, and no lie, you let's sit here and look at this and it looks just like what would happen if you gave a typewriter and a piece of paper yep. to a monkey. Yeah. Right. It's it just, there's, there's nothing coherent about this. No. Uh, so, um, it, he gives you some hints and stuff in on what to look at, but this down here at the bottom, um, this the last three lines on this cache page really helped me uh, along with a Google search for the title, right? Oh, okay. But you will find yourself in a hexagonal room with an entrance on one wall and an exit on another wall and the four remaining walls covered with bookshelves. Go to the third shelf, shelf on the third wall look looking correct. for something to read. I recommend the book and there's some more gibberish. gibberish. <laughs> and he tells you to turn to page 401. Wow. So if you uh, do a Google search for the Library of Babel, right. you get this crazy website Oh, wow. That if you copy and paste all of this gibberish <laughs> and you go to the hexagonal room and look at the third bookshelf, right? On the third shelf on the bookshelf, and you pick out the book that matches this gibberish as the wow. title, and you open it and turn to page 401 and then paste all of this gibberish on the cash page in there, it will then spit out some random, you know, start. I mean, it'll just be words. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. That's cool. Like you're, like you're reading a book. And then the next thing you know, there'll be a set of coordinates right in the middle of it. Oh, dang. That's North, amazing. North 36. Right, you know, the and whole so thing. then your coordinates are right in the middle, and then it goes back to just being a, uh, a random, you know, excerpt out of a novel somewhere, wow. or some history book, or a Shakespeare play, or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, 
Um, what a great so, idea. So there's, but, you know, when I sat here and looked at this at first, um, and the first one that I looked at was not called the, the Library of Babel. Right, right. right. Uh, this one that I found by this uh, cashier, he gives you what you were looking for. But the first one that I came across um, that's cool was just something just random um, for a title. Uh, and so um, but this one threw me for a loop the very first time I found it. And then but ever since then, I found three or four of these that are based off of this same <laughs> thing. And I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I need to do with that. Yeah. You know, but the if, first time I looked at it, <laughs> hadn't a clue. If you go to that website and you just hover over something, it just, it gives you just gibberish. Yeah. It'll turn into <laughs> just um, gibberish. It is, um, but, but he why but he goes through all the ex explanations about why hexagons yeah it's it's code that's, that's really, written in in hex right really so cool. if you're good at at that you know hexadecimal stuff um then but the website does everything for you you just got to know which website to go to right, right. and and for <laughs> for that um it it threw me for a loop Wow, so that's awesome. And then this is the third I one saying, that I you, you talked about this puzzle or this type of puzzle on one of our early shows, didn't you? Because this seems I did. vaguely familiar. Huh. Yeah, I did. Um, in fact, uh, I helped a friend of mine who um, has all of the fixed fizzy um, caches um, in South Dakota solved. He huh. got to this one that, um, you know. Oh, oh, Mr. Fick has rated it like a four and a half difficulty or a four difficulty. It's up there. It's like cash number 67 or 72 or something like that on his 81 grid square. Right. Um, but if you didn't know what you were looking for, no. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. So Barbara, Barbara point out that that's half the battle knowing what website to use. Yeah. That's, that's oh. for sure. Yeah, Very absolutely. True. So, um, the third one, let me, yeah, um, let me scroll. the The name of this third one is called "Look Out Below," and it's GC one Q two KJ, and it's in uh, Colorado. Um, and let me. Um, share yeah. this screen the cache is still active though um it unfortunately is um falling on some hard times um you get uh the cache is not at the given coordinates but is within 600 feet but in colorado 600 feet can get you a lot of places yeah um, get you a lot of trouble <laughs> so he gives you these eight set of coordinates and you have to figure out um, you know, what's what Yeah, with this. Um, and unfortunately right now I was looking at this earlier 
um, I didn't have a clue what to do with this because when you look at some of these coordinates, they just stick you out in the middle of the ocean. Sure. Right. Right. Every one of these sets of coordinates stick you out in the middle of the ocean. Right. At different spots in the middle of the ocean. Huh. This one too has been out for quite a while, 2009. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, and they made a comment, the cash owner made a comment that they, they're reactivating it. Um, Though currently it's not solvable in its original format. And I've been, I was looking at ways of fixing that. Oh, okay. Um, and trying to see if there was a workaround for this. So the premise of this in Google Earth, they used to show you shipwrecks. Oh, okay. But you had to know how to turn the, sh the ocean floor KML file on. Right. Right. Um, Google, for whatever reason, stopped supporting that. Um, oh. Uh, stop supporting that feature in like 2020, right? Um, and so if you look at this after going through and solving the puzzle, um, you know, but it tells you it's a 35, fil 35 millimeter film canister. The cache is still active. The cache is still there. Yeah. You just... Try Try to get Hugh because I was able to, we're able to pull it up. It is active. So I think maybe you have the wrong coordinates there, buddy. Try it again because it, it, it is coming up. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, the, that KML file no longer exists in, in Google earth. And That's there are weird. some people that have like a stored copy of that KML yeah. file because they downloaded it. And so right. I've been going through like some Google earth, help desk files and mm -hmm. forms today, trying to find some of it. And I found a couple. So what you had to do with this is at this coordinate would be a, uh, you know, a shipwreck for, you know, the uh, HMS lonely. Right. Right. And you had to take the words of the actual ship's name, the lonely, right? And count it L-O-N, right? And that gave you a number. Oh, that's okay. what A was. And so you might be at one that's wow. the, the USS Indianapolis, right? And so you'd have to take how many letters are in Indianapolis. Right. And that's, that's what you put in for A, B, C, D, E, right? And then he gives you a checksum. Uh, but currently, because you don't know what the names of these shipwrecks are, because oh, it, the file no longer exists it on doesn't Google's site, oh, unfortunately, you can't solve this. But when I first got to looking at it, and I was like, wait a second, every right. one of these sets of coordinates put me out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Why? That makes no sense. And it, man, it took me a long time of mm. struggling with this before somebody said, oh, hey, did you know that there's an ocean floor <laughs> setting in Google Earth where Google you can Earth? go in and, and turn the ocean floor on and look at, at mapped and known shipwrecks? And I was wow. like, wait, what? What a, what a great idea. And so, um, you know, it's it 
you know, so you were like, look out below. And you're like, below, below what? I didn't, you know. Yeah. But once you got that aha moment, I was like, oh, yeah. Ocean floor. That makes perfect sense. Oh, man. Um, Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, yeah, if if there's I'm I'm looking to see if there's a way to get around that or if there's someplace that there's a, another hidden. I found a right. KML file that um, was made by um, Noah, but it's just got um, it, some of them are shipwrecks, but some of them are just like um, places for like people with troller nets, you know, that. um just tells you that there's a an obstacle on the ocean floor and don't oh, okay. drag your dragnet there because you're going right. to get hooked on something. They right, don't know what right. it is. And none of those locations in that KML file have actual names. They're just incident numbers. Right. Right. So it really does, you no know, good, at least for solving this puzzle. It may be great for creating a new one. Um, sure. But, at first, you know, coordinates to the middle of the ocean did me no good. Wow. Um, so, so, Charles, I'm in Google Earth Pro, and I turned on in the gallery, I turned on, I just turned on, yeah, oh, I turned on gallery, and then <laughs> Google Earth Community, and it brought up the shipwreck, on the, at least on the first one. That's cool. Darwolf, did you say Noah and Shipwreck? Yes, but not Noah, but not that Noah. AA, <laughs> National <laughs> Ocean Avenue. <laughs> Although National... that, you know, that guy was an amateur, <laughs> you know, shipbuilder and wrecked his first boat that he ever made. He so. did, but. So is the story. Yeah, Noah N O A A, right? National Oceanic Ocean, Oceanographic and Atmospheric Oceanic. Administration. Yeah, yeah, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, Noah. Yes. Yeah, so if it, maybe if you've got an old version of uh Google Earth it it potentially still works. Mm-hmm. Um they've been really hard about pushing these updates. Um Right, I, I believe that it's potentially re- been removed off of their servers um, for huh. whatever reason. They were partnered with somebody, and there was in the process of me going back to try and figure this out. There was a huge um, thing about how whoever they had partnered with for this um, was a company that um, went out of business and. Uh, so Google just removed it from uh, their servers for right. whatever reason. Right. So I'm sure somewhere out there I'm going to continue to look for it. But if I can figure out how to get this back to where you can solve this puzzle, um, I'll probably throw the CO and uh, a hint and see if there's a way to upload the KML right. or KMZ file for it um, so that it'll all work. But Cool. Uh, whatnot but yeah that was one that just stumped me back in the day so we got time for a couple which um <clears throat> which of the which one tom do you do you want to do of the two that you have there that continues to stump you you want to do the 
Noda Guzzler or the the origami one? Do the origami. Okay. All right. Pull Charles will pull it up. I'll put it in the in the uh, chat room for folks to. And I know somebody's uh, gonna look at it and say it's that, and I'm gonna go. Along. Well, cool. yeah, we've all done that. GC nine one six A one is the one we're gonna take a look at. If you're playing along in the chat room, we encourage you to do that. Play along with us, or if you're listening uh, later, you can check out nine one six A one, pioneer of mathematical origami. So talk to us about this one. He must have talked about it. there's a picture and I don't have a clue what to do with it. <laughs> there's not a lot there to well there's but hey they give you a picture. That's something, right? No? Yeah, it's something. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> Where you go with it, that's the question. Yeah. Uh, Hasn't been. All right. Who who in the chat room has seen one like this? Nobody's found this yet, by the way. Just uh, there was a note that was written, but it was published in 2020, uh, and uh, we're we're almost two years down the line, and it's still uh, still an FTF. Four and a half two is the difficulty in the train on this one. Eight people are watching it. Yep. I'm not I, I know based on the reviewer where this is. Um, right. Who, Roughly. who yeah. published it. Um, oh, it's it, in my area. It's, it's yeah. not far from me. Vertigo, so more than likely yeah. uh well the we, southern half of Texas. Southern half of Texas, correct. And it's gotta be what? Nowadays, if it's this um this recent of a a mystery it can't be what is it two miles has to be a two mile radius yeah yeah there's a lot of space in those two miles well there is there is a lot you're not going to be able to do it randomly that's for sure but it's not like the old school mysteries where they could be quite a ways away from the uh like three states over yeah Yeah, back in the day but so for those that are listening, they do give you there's like an asterisk and then there's zeros and ones and they kind of make a tree. Mike gets to figure it out. I'll go look for it for him, but it's going on. It's kind of like a decision tree, kind of. Yeah. Zero, I don't know. One. It- I'm I'm with Tom. At first glance, I don't know what this means, but um I, I know what I do when I run into a math-based puzzle that I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I call my little brother. Uh, he's got a master's in mathematics and has taken every upper-level math class that the University of Texas cool. offers. So uh, I'm going to send this GC code to him because he is a geocacher in his spare time as well. Cool. And uh, see the- what we can come up with. Yeah, they give you sort of a formula. They don't, it's for those that are just listening, it does look like a decision tree, zeros and ones, but there are 
there's information given so like if you follow the if you follow the tree to zero um from there you're given either just the 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 number one or above it you've got a zero is it dash e zero zero is that what you're seeing on this uh, or is it the dot i think dot, that would think. that would just be a dot and a it's dot yeah e e and then parentheses double parentheses, zeros zero double zero right yeah, and so yeah you know i wasn't the greatest at math like i took I took calculus was as high as I went in, in yeah. math and whatnot. But I do know that E is a number in math, right? Uh, that's a, that's a little E. Well, yes, but this is a big E. Um, so I'm going to take some of this and send it to my brother and just be like, e, hey, does this make I... notice he has an E and uh, E and then an I and then an O. I'd like to draw a vowel, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a W, so it doesn't follow G. complete right. letters. Yeah, there's a yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's some, there's some real, some real, some real uh, head scratcher here with a T, one one zero Y one zero one zero N one zero one one. Uh, what this is a two-year-old cache? Yeah, yeah. There was some <clears throat> some type of binary thing going on of some type. I mean, they're all ones and zeros except for the the letters. You have a Y and it, yes, like a yes and no. There's a V. That's really weird. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. definitely have a head scratcher there, Tom. <laughs> that's for sure yeah so mm. um and then you got I, one if, yeah i've got one that i'm gonna share it and, and we've shared this i've shared this before okay uh, but we're gonna look at gc z 19 x gotcha gmt chat room GMT two, it's all Phil's fault. Um, this is a difficulty five puzzle. Um, was hidden in two thousand six um, in Idaho. This oh, wow. this was the oldest unfound puzzle cache in the world. Yeah. Until let's see, until twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah. When the blue turtle found it, figured it uh, out, and 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 found it in in pretty good condition. The picture that they have down here, um, I don't think the. There you go. So that was the first to find prize that was in the cash container. So wow, it did uh, nice it, prize. It did in really good condition <laughs> for. It, it um, did. For being in Idaho outside of, you know, roughly the Boise area. So it gets hot in the summertime and it gets really cold in the yeah, wintertime there. So. In the elements for. Yeah. So it did really well. And then he, this guy throws you the same code for, for a reply in his, um, you know, in his log. Bob but Bob you end Brad. up with, 
with this uh, code and it's five letters in incremental groups, right? So there are five letters in each group. Yeah. And, and there are, you know, in each line all has the same amount of groups of five letters, um, right? you know, to a point. And then, uh, so it, whatever this is, I mean, this puzzle was published in 2006, right? Yeah, 2006. Yeah. It's been, been found one time. Been solved one time. Right. Uh, as far as we know, it's only been solved one time. So, um, you know, it's got a really fun story uh, about, um, you know, Phil and the Celery Hucksters United Brotherhood or the Chub. <laughs> um, and then right. there's the FT. FDTSAS, which is the Federal Department of Top Secret Agricultural Stuff, <laughs> right? And so it it in this he's created these fun acronyms that, right? As far as I can tell, are just red herrings and have led me down the wrong, the wrong path. But about twice a year, I come back to this puzzle and yeah, and and give it a really valiant effort before I'm bleeding out right. my eyeballs and roll on with life. <laughs> um, but if, if somebody other than the blue turtle, uh, oh, Hey, if man. the blue turtle is listening and you want to throw me a, a hint on this, throw me a bone here, people I'm down. Um, but if anybody in the, in the, in the, in the chat room or listening online ends up with a, uh, an idea to this, um, you know, throw it out there. Yeah, we'll, we'll idea, idea. I got one. So, oh, Tom's got an idea. I, I got an I, I have a partial idea. Okay. So, mm -hmm. go, first go with the title. We'll come, and then we'll come back to the cipher part. Go up to the title. GMT makes me think Greenwich Mean Time. Yep. Uh huh. And I remember something about a fill with Greenwich Mean Time, but I don't know. I don't know what that was. So it's all Phil's fault. But it's the cipher stuff, fault. as soon as you showed me the cipher and everything is in fives, made me think Enigma. But you don't have a thing here telling you how many right. spools or the connections. And yep. So I kind of ran down the Enigma. It, and and again in that when we we did a show kind of covering some of that stuff um different enigma cipher solver websites will give you different answers for the exact same puzzle so as mentioned earlier in the chat room knowing which website to go to and knowing which uh puzzle to use um is key in solving some of these sometimes it is just knowing being on the right website you may have the right so right idea of how to get to the solution right but if you're not on the right, right website it's not going to do you any good right i'm trying to remember if cash sleuth has a enigma thing in it i think it does it does he, he does but the the enigma cipher that i saw in Alaska 
does not solve correctly on his Enigma cipher. And I know how to solve that one because I have that Enigma webpage bookmarked. Wow. Um, but there you have it. So wow. this one continues to stump me. Um, yeah. Tom's math one is going to continue to stump me for, stump for a him. while. Yeah. Um, or until we get a hold of your brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's things like that that, that keep it fun and even for some of these old puzzles um, keep, you know, shows that uh, there's do great things and hard things with yep. old stuff that's out there. So um, no, that's good. That's good. And thanks for, uh, for you guys sharing your, your successes and your, your un your unsuccessful so far efforts on some of these tonight, but I, I it was interesting, guys. It was fat. It really was fascinating. Some of the things that uh, got to work through, uh, and so again, thank you guys so much tonight. Uh, for, we left, left y'all a few more in the show notes, but we're not going to sure. go through them tonight. Yeah, there's some more in the the show notes will be up here in a little bit, and. Um, so, uh, real quick, just a, uh, a quick note for everyone next, uh, Sunday, we are, uh, going to have on, uh, some guests, uh, we've had on before. We're really excited to have the Waysiders be joining us. Uh, they're going to give us some clues, hopefully some puzzle clues for this year's going caching it's not really a puzzle show but hey they're puzzlers so we gotta hopefully maybe get a little bit of insight into uh what they're going to be doing and amazing to be talking about things in october but hey it's not that far away and we want to be able to provide everybody as much information as possible on uh that mega Another thing we want to do mention uh, something that similar to that time frame is another very cool mega uh, coin fest. So coin fest will be uh, coming up also in October. Give that some uh, a little bit of your due diligence as far as looking at that mega. Take some I guarantee time. you I will. <laughs> yeah, Tom is really on board with that. Uh, I know Derek. Uh, he is um, going to probably be there. My, I'm planning to be there. Uh, I think that's going to be a really cool time um, to, it's not just coins, although that's, of course, a big part of it. But uh, there's a lot that goes around. There's a lot that's involved around that mega. So, you know, give it some look. Um, we highly suggest that one. Um, yeah, Burnt Turtles want to mention, yep, uh, Yuma is coming back again. So that'll be in 2023. So, um, yep, uh, kind of sort of Charles's direction a little bit. Um, there are some Megas coming up. Obviously, the 20th anniversary is coming up and some other, uh, some other events. But, uh, you know, take some time and look at those. And um, we will see everybody on Tuesday. Uh, for another gadget talk so we will see everybody then and 
for puzzle uh puzzle talk we see you guys uh down the road not too long we'll do another one of these so again thank you guys so much for your uh insights tonight and thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you down the road so good night everybody <laughs>